it is much easier, I think, to overuse certain ways of speaking, like my this, my that, my, 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 I, 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 when you're writing in first person. And the way you show your weaknesses is by switching it over to third and it becomes glaring. Times best-selling and award-winning author of the kick-ass Vanessa Michael Monroe thrillers, and also the soon-to-come Jack and Jill thrillers. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is the Taylor Stevens Show with my good friend Steve Campbell, where we are kicking writing in the butt one word at a time. And Taylor, did you know that the Taylor Stevens Show was sponsored by our listeners? I did know that. Do our listeners know that? <laughs> if, if you'd like to learn more or if you'd like to get involved in sponsoring the podcast, please visit www.patreon.com slash Taylor Stevens. That's the end of our commercial for today. Taylor, I was going to – we're going to be talking about first person, third person – just a sort of a general discussion, and I had this clever idea of writing the chit-chat in third person in a way that would just sound absolutely bizarre to uh, <laughs> intro the show, um, but but I didn't because I didn't have the oh time, so it was, that was going to oh. be so clever, and, I, and you would have just been flummoxed when I started doing it. I would have died. I would have just been like, oh, God, I can't believe he's doing this. <laughs> and you are in a weakened condition because I see online that you are making some lifestyle changes. Yes, I posted it in the Facebook group. Uh, a shortened version to the Facebook group, a much longer version is in one of the most the recent update on Patreon. But I am cutting out all sugar. Why? For, for at least the next 30 days. Well, you have to see the Patreon video to get the full breakdown for that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me, because I am a sugar addict, it's not just a matter of cutting out saying, oh, no candy or no chocolate. I have to cut it out, cut it out, because if I'm still eating like anything with c simple carbs or alcohol, I'll just go, go right back to the sugar. So I have to make a hard co hardcore cold turkey, none of this stuff, and just detox myself, and it's not fun. What day are you in this process? I'm on day three right now. This should be fun. <laughs> I actually made it to day three. I, I've done this before. There's two times. I've successfully kicked sugar twice in my life uh -huh. for year-long stretches. But then something will come up and I'm right back, fall right off the wagon. So I've done it before, but I've also failed <laughs> many times in between. And so I figured by talking about it publicly this time, I ha I can't go back on it. I can't at day four go, oh, screw it, and just go open a bag of jelly beans. You know, this is this is it. I got to do it. So this is my way of pushing myself. Wow. Into it. I mean, do you think we should have some kind of like a uh, everybody do this or anybody who wants to do it? Because I'd kind of like to do it, too. And we could just sort of monitor our progress in the Taylor Stevens fan club group. Yeah. If anybody wants to do this along with me, that would be awesome. Uh, I mean, I've done it to before too, but I, I do, I, I am, I'm not a bad man. I'm a weak man. <laughs> well, ditto that for me, except <laughs> not man. Um, I don't, I'm not going to turn this into the Taylor Stevens health show, but, um, one of the things like the number one thing any of us can do to get ourselves healthier is eliminate sugar. It's toxic really. So, you know, long time in coming. I should have done this a long time ago, but I'm an addict. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we should get to our topic.
Okay, so today we are going to discuss, Steve and I, the issue of writing in first person versus writing in third person. And the reason this came up is because we have a listener submission of material, and the material that was sent to me is written in first person, and our listener wants to have that, to con- show, see how, learn how to convert that to third person. And as I was discussing this with her, I realized that there, there's a lot of decision-making that has to be done in why you choose what you choose. And I wasn't sure that converting to third person would actually solve the issues that she was trying to solve. Now, today, we're not actually going to get into that material. It may even be a couple of weeks before we get into that material. That will give us a chance to um, really discuss this in a, in a well-rounded sort of way and present it before we actually just go start switching out words and stuff. So I, I was talking to Steve about this, and he had some questions about first person and third person. So we thought, we're going to start with a discussion on it of the pros and cons and, and what it means. The next recording that we do, we're going to actually show that there's more involved than just first person and third person because there's also tenses involved. And we'll get a visual breakdown of what that actually means. And then we hope to move on to the actual material. All right. So it sounds like a four or five part series. It's kind of cool. Well, two, three, and then we'll see how far it goes from there. <laughs> All right. And I, I have, I am revising chapter 25 of 26 chapters in my manuscript and wow we need to pause and just give you a big huge high five there steve that's awesome let me see how i if i do i slap the screen how do i do that (laughs) slap yourself i don't know (laughs) slap myself silly that's what i want to do some mornings um but one of the things that i see in having made the decision to write this in first person because it is a it's, it began as a detective novel type thing. It's really sort of evolved into more of, I don't know, sort of a mystery, sort of uh, a little, a little um, adventure series type thing. And I'm questioning myself now as to whether I made the right choice in writing it in first person because there's so many other things that you can do by writing in third person. And I know your preference is to write everything in, in third person. Okay, well, two separate issues. Yes, that okay. is my preference because it comes naturally to me. But I want to understand, as you're sitting there writing, thinking, why did I do this in first person? There's so much more I could do in third person. What are those things that you think you can do in third person that you can't do in first? Bring in conversations that my protagonist is not a party to. Okay, that's 100% true. Yes, unless you break, as some authors do, and switch over to a different person's either first person or third portion person point of view which is something that i'm considering i'm not going to do it in this novel because i would just kill myself if i had to go back and redo yeah, everything do, again yes but but going forward i i have seen it happen where there's a first person third person kind of switch switch that takes place occasionally it's where it's maybe 75% first person 25% third person as a way of getting these other things in and it just i 
my sense when I started writing this was that, well, if you're going to write a detective novel, it's got to be in first person because that's the way detective novels are written. And okay. since then, I've done some research and I found that, well, there are lots of detective novels that, that I have actually read and enjoyed going all the way back to, and I didn't read these, but the Nancy Drew novels were not or are not uh, written in first person. Uh, Nero Wolf is written in first person, but not by... Nero Wolf. He's not. He is not the protagonist, or he is okay. not the the point of view point of view character. So there were options there that I didn't really consider when I started writing it. What if I were starting over today? How would you advise me to make the decision in terms of point of view? It really depends on what you're writing, I think, and how much, how many characters, how complicated the plot is. I think some stories, some genres really um, are made for third person just because of the complication in the stories. I know that some people have difficulty as readers getting into first person, but I don't know if that's entirely due to the first person narrative or because of the way the author used the first person narrative. So in the case now of this material that's been presented to me, the author wants to switch to third person because she feels that it would add, sorry, switch to third person. She feels that it would add um, the opportunity to insert wisdom or perspective that its current uh, iteration doesn't offer. I, I got a little confused in my dialogue with the author. I, I Sometimes I just skim read because I've just got so much going on. And she said she wanted to um, write, you know, convert it to third person. But she also talked about writing it in the past tense. And I focused with her on the issue of third person and completely skipped over the issue of past tense. And that was my fault for not reading carefully. But um, in her case, the reason for wanting to switch it over is to add that bit of wisdom or perspective. And what I wrote to her back was that I wasn't sure that like, if, if first person is done properly, then it doesn't matter what tense it's in. It doesn't matter um, whether it's first person or third person. You're still conveying the same information not other people's point of view, not multiple characters, but that single character's information. There's almost nothing you can't do in first person that you can't do in third person or vice versa. And that when you're really trying to get into a character's head and you're writing in third person, sometimes the easiest way to do that and see where your flaws are, are to switch over to first person. Hmm. And so the issue I found at least in this piece as I'm looking at it, and it may turn out to be differently once I actually get my hands on it, is it wasn't the tense. It was just that there was detail missing. There was depth missing. And that doesn't get solved just by switching tenses or switching from first person to third person. And I just want to pause here for anybody who might be new to writing and not understand what we're talking about when we talk about first person or third person, past tense, present tense. First person is I. I did this or I went here, whatever. Third person is she, he, they. So um, that's the, the person. And then the tenses are, I grabbed this or I grab this. So it's a sense of how, how immediate it is to what's happening. 
So when we're referring to tenses, first person, it's I did this, third, third person, she did this. I have a question on the tense shifting, and I didn't okay. intend to get into this, but you mentioned present tense, past tense, and I have read, I've read books before where when action sequences really get heated up, it switches from past tense to present tense. Is that, is that something that is a good idea? I personally wouldn't do it just because it can be confusing to the reader. And if you have, and that's the last thing you want to do is confuse your mm -hmm. reader. Um, and especially so if you're writing in first person where you switch from I was doing this to now I am doing this, that can be really annoying. Um, anybody who's read my work knows that I switch into action sequences, I just start shortening things and time slows down. Um, that's my way of dealing with it. I, I, would, I, I had an interesting situation come up recently in this copy edit where um, a lot of times when I write, I write flashbacks within flashbacks. So something will be happening in present time and the person will think back to something that will hap had happened before that. And in that space of thinking back, to what had happened, refer to something that happened even prior to that. So that really messes with the tenses. This explains and, why it takes you a year to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> One of many reasons. And so in this copy edit, and it's the first time it's ever been pointed out to me, the copy editor went in and started changing tenses to keep the um, flashback within a flashback consistent and then, okay, we moved out of it here. So now we go back to this tense and then we moved out back into to the present tense over here and we go back to this tense. And it was like, I totally followed what she was doing and why she was making those changes, but they are not changes that I have it in me, the, the mental bandwidth to deal with during the writing process. And so that's how technical it can get. And I'm not at that technical level where I could turn around and teach it. Interesting. Question. Well, the comment, maybe more than question. I read something from K.M. Wyland when I was researching the topic before the show today, and what she said was that first-person narrative voices have to be special. They have to be unique. And when I think about the first-person stories that I love, they are really unique voices. And I think about the first person stories that are just kind of okay. And, and there maybe those are stories that should have been written in third person because the, the character himself or herself is just not that engaging to me. Is okay, that so wait, that right there is at the heart of so many issues the heart of so many writing issues and it's what i mean when i say when it's done properly when it's written properly it shouldn't matter whether you're writing in first person or third person it just becomes a choice at that point mm -hmm. because even if a character is written in third person it the character has to be unique and the problem comes when authors are not acquainted with their characters as if their characters are real. 
They're just these figures that are going through the motions. And sometimes even the author is acquainted with the, re- with the character to that level, but isn't effectively communicating it on the page. So I agree with what she's saying. My, my but then is, yeah, but also third, third person characters should be that way too. And I understand not everybody has a year to write a book, so it's not always possible. But ultimately, that's the goal. And with third person, you can bring in other characters and other points of view and see things that you can't see in first person to enliven a story um, if the character is not such a wildly engaging character. And almost all of the first person books that I really enjoy the first the first person narrator is really funny and it's, i i guess i just like that kind of thing and if you've got a a first person narrator that's not funny and i think of spencer for example uh, robert b parker's spencer he's not funny um and i have to think whether or not that's written in first person i know that it is because i've read a, a gazillion of them um but i i don't get a sense that that's a first person book it's just it's a it's a detective book, whereas some of these others with the really funny characters, it's like you just know, you know, this is this person's story and it's really funny. And, right. and the way they tell it is really funny. I think that the um, writing in first. OK, I have to break, you know, apologize. And say I don't have as much experience. I have minimal experience writing in first person as compared to third person. But with the experience that I have, I would say that. The, the strengths and weaknesses of each way of writing are almost reflective of the author. Uh, it is much easier to get into a character's head and their voice when you're writing in first person. So if that's your weakness, switching over to first can show you where you're weak. Um, it is much easier, I think, to overuse certain ways of speaking like my this, my that, my, 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 I, 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 when you're writing in first person. And the way you show your weaknesses is by switching it over to third and it becomes glaring that like you use the word her or she like 20 times in this, you know, two sentences, you know that you're weak. So um, I think that the, the different form of tenses sort of amplify uh, an author's own strengths or weaknesses as a writer. What, where I think that uh, first person in particular can create weakness or, or highlight an author's weakness is in detail and depth of character. When you are writing in third person, you're sort of forced to create that detail and depth of character around the character because you're not the, uh, the character isn't saying I did this or I did that. And so when you're writing in the I sense, it gives you a false sense of depth and detail, as if you're relaying lots of things about your character because you're so personal in the, in the way you're explaining it. And it can, it can not, that, that's sort of the issue I think we're dealing with in this manuscript as, as we move along, is it's, it's a false sense of knowing the character where third person would push you into it and force it because you'd see those holes a little bit better. And one of the things I did when I was trying to explain this to this author is I copied the opening paragraphs of the one first person book I have written and it's not published yet. 
and and showed her this is what I'm talking about when I say detail, the sense of detail, the sense of place. And if we have time, I would like to go ahead and read. It's, it's like five or six paragraphs of how this story opens to get a sense of what it means in writing in the eye and, and providing the, the ambience around the eye. Let's do it. All right. I hate reading my own work, so you guys know how much I love you. <laughs> so I'm doing this for you. All right. If I had to point to one defining moment, the butterfly wing beat from which everything spun out uncontrollable and devastating, it would have been that sliver of time in which the football soared toward the end zone. The pass had been a Hail Mary play snapped from Tyler Lee's wrist in a perfect arc over a scrimmage of orange and blue and yellow and white. Scotty Anderson had run his heart out for that ball. Hands outstretched, he'd leapt, caught the pass, tumbled hard into a winning touchdown, and for the first time in 22 years, the Eiffel Eagles had taken the class division regionals and we were moving on to state semifinals. We were a truck on thick ice sliding for the embankment. If time had stopped and the heavens opened, and I'd been given a glimpse into the future. If everything on the field had freeze-framed, if the cheering friends and families and town folk spectators had stopped with breath still held and I'd been able to reach forward and touch that ball and nudge it just so, so that it wobbled off its course and Scotty had missed the catch and the Eagles had lost the game, everything would have been different. If I'd seen the future and if time had stopped and if I'd had the power to change that one thing, knowing the heartache, sorrow, pain, and loss that would soon arrive, knowing what I know now, would I have done it? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know if I'll ever know. In the end, it doesn't matter because time didn't stop and I was never given the opportunity to change the future and we can't undo what's been done. We were cold that late Friday evening, Caleb and I, under the light, shivering, even though we were wrapped in blankets. I'd known the weather was coming. The morning had started out in the 70s, which at this time of year meant a hard, fast temperature drop was on its way. I didn't need the weatherman to tell me that. And that's how the story opens. That's terrific. <laughs> And I, I notice as I read that mm -hmm. one thing that is very, very different in first person versus third person, we don't know this character's name. And you can't, in a, in a third person telling, you can't write that much text and not know who you're talking about. So those are the types of things to me that stand out between first person and third person. And those are like tweaks and minor things that sort of um, dictate the way that you construct the flow of the narrative. But other than those types of things, we could convert this and it could read she. She didn't know the answer to that question. She didn't know if she'd ever know. And it would read fine because everything else supporting the character is there in place. Hmm. All right, let me go back to my original question. I don't think I got an answer to it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> if you were going to advise me now, you've read a lot of the material that I've been writing. If you if you were to advise me now, if we were just starting, if I was just starting, knowing what you know now, would you say, hey, write this in third person or write this in first person? But I did give you the answer, Steve. It's de it depends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It depends. And uh, it depends on you. It depends on your natural style. It depends on the subject matter. Reading Reggie, the story that you're talking about, mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic in the first person because I love the voice. I love him as a character. And I don't know if that would come through as strongly in 
third person as it does. But the only way to find out is to convert it and see, like convert a chapter and find out. All right. You heard me. I asked twice and I didn't get the answer. You didn't get the answer you wanted. <laughs> no, but I like, I like the part the at the answer. end of it where you said you loved Reggie. So I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm taking that. And uh, we're, I'm going to call this a, a good show. Taylor, this is it. What are we going to talk about next week? I know we're going to talk more about this, but next week we've got some video, right? Yes. Next week I want to take the first paragraph of what was sent to me and show what it looks like in first person. Not any tweaking, not me adjusting anything. Just take the exact language that's there and show it in first person present, first person past, third person present, and third person past to get a real visual of how one compares to the next. All right. That is going to be interesting. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to see it because once you get the present and past is something that uh, constantly confuses me, not just in real life, but uh, in, in writing especially. So thanks everybody for listening. We will be back again with more on this point of view discussion next week. Thanks for being with us, guys. See you soon. <laughs>